and welcome back to our podcast, Taking on OT. I'm Nicole. And I'm Michaela. And today we're going to talk all about interviews. Yes, so we're just going to talk about our stories, maybe some tips and tricks for you guys, and also about like the wait list and just like hearing back and how stressful that can be. Yeah, we've got a lot to cover as far as interviews go, our own experiences as well as like other people that we know and what they've been through, so pretty well-rounded as far as information goes. So first, we'll just uh, go over our stories. I know our specific application year was a little bit different, you know, COVID and everything, not very many in-person interviews. I know a couple places still were, but Mm -hmm. majority of the interviews that we attended were online. So we'll kind of like talk about like similarities as well as differences of what we, what we did. So for the most part, I mean, from what I saw from my interviews, um, we got information like, I would say like two days ahead. <laughs> yeah, on some of them. It was yeah. interesting. So like we said before, like some of the schools have like a, end, like a, have a deadline of when you need to have applications in. And sometimes if you were early on them, they might have interviews earlier on. And on those ones is where I feel like they're like, oh, they got theirs in last minute, like before the early deadline. So let's get them into an interview right away type of thing. And that was kind of hard. Yeah. At least for me when it came to work. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, yeah, if you're lucky enough, um, sometimes they give you an interview date ahead of time, but... Also, I mean, if you're lucky enough and they really want to get you in, they'll tell you, but it can't be last minute. But Mm -hmm. I would say, like, as far as if you know ahead of time when your date is going to be, they give you, like, an actual rundown, kind of like, you know, a little itinerary of, like, you know, at this time we're going to be doing this. You usually meet with, like, a dean or, you know, somebody who's, Mm -hmm. like, up in the admissions office, things like that. Then sometimes, depending on the school – You'll have like 30 minutes with um, other students who are already in the program and you just get to talk to them and, you know, what their experience is. They talk to you and everything like that. They also like sometimes go over financial aid a little bit with you. Yeah, sometimes they, they'll have the financial aid, either head of it or just somebody who works in the mm-hmm. office. Yeah, not department. Mm-hmm. Just to try to get you like started and like thinking about it because mm-hmm. it is important when it comes to obviously paying for school. Yeah. And then they tell you usually um, who you're going to interview, like whether it's one-on-one or two-on-one. Um, I think most of my like one-on-one interviews were really mm-hmm. just two professors or like a professor and like some other sort of faculty or student and then me. Like I was the only one actually interviewing during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was also like a little tiny bit less formal like group activity slash interviews that I also did yeah Um, did you have anything like that um I would say surprisingly I think my first two interviews were strictly just me and one person a faculty and then after that I experienced some that were so much like a group activity um where a whole bunch of applicants came in and then they did um separate like rooms in a sense that they divided because it was zoom so it wasn't like in person. Yeah, because of COVID, we didn't have 
I was I don't think you didn't, I didn't have yeah all of our person. all of our interviews were all through zoom I yeah. didn't I didn't have any because of you know COVID and we had to keep distance and Honestly, no restrictions on travel I liked that so did I because <laughs> I'm a very like anxious person and I don't like even interviews for like work or anything like that mm-hmm. it just gets me really worked up so the fact that I could have been a little more like relaxed because I'm in my own home I think made it better for me. I know some of other people thrive and like or show their excitement yeah. more like in person because it's kind of hard for them to see all your mannerisms when they're only looking at you from like the chest up. Yeah, which was good for me because when I get anxious, I move a yeah. lot and I tap same, a lot, so same. it was easier for me to hide that. And they also couldn't tell how much I was sweating. Yeah, I was so nervous. nervous. Yeah, it was. I I agree. And you know, aside from that, the cost of traveling and you you do have to pay your own way if it's something that's not close to you. You have to yeah. If you have to fly, you have to pay your plane ticket, drive, you have to pay for your gas, and even like finding somewhere to stay during the interview. Yeah, um, I know that was like one of the things I was most worried about before COVID. I didn't even like think about that to be quite honest. Yeah, because I was. I mean, I didn't apply to anywhere super far from like where I originally from. But still, like, there were a couple of places that were a couple states away, and I yeah, most definitely would have had to fly. And yeah, I don't know. I That just totally just, like, slipped my mind. It's probably just because I knew COVID that it didn't even occur yeah. to me that I'd have to go somewhere. Yeah, there was one school, though, that was like, oh, we'll most likely be doing in-person interviews. And I was like, Ugh. I was so scared for that. I was so nervous. I mean, they weren't, like, super far, but far enough that it'd probably just be more time economical to fly and also, it was like, like take off work. Yeah, take off work. And if there. you're in school too, you have to like find the time to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. That is a little stressful. It was stressful for me only because of work. Some of them were like all day. Yeah. So I had to, the one that was like, that told me two days before, I was like, oh, I can't do that. Like, I yeah. need more notice to tell my work. Yeah. Yeah. That was something I had to do a couple times where, you know, working as a behavior therapist, I had sessions, but I was like, can anybody cover me? Like, I had this interview. It's going to go longer. You know, I'm not going to make it to this one. Or I need, like, an extended lunch or I'd ask for, like, a half day. Yeah, because that, I think I think that even just the shortest interview day was still, like, five hours long. Um, like, there were still breaks and, like, a lunch in between. But, like, as far as, like, start and end time, it was, like, oh, it was I had. I yeah. would say yes for, like, more of the groups. Like when you met up with other applicants and then they divide you into that's like what I'm saying. Other... The whole interview day was like five hours. But like with the all the activities I had, no, those were those shorter. Those were like an hour and a half, two hours maybe. But yeah. So when I say like interview day, I mean like all the activities within what you're doing with that school because oh, it's, yeah. see, at least for me, it's not. It was never just like you have your interview and then you're done. Like it's a whole day of like meeting with the dean, yeah, meeting half with day. these people. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, for me, the shortest one was, like, four or five hours. And then the longest one was, Same. like, six, seven, maybe? I but like no longer like than eight. It might have been eight. It At felt like a school that we're in. I felt like it was, like, an all. It was a long. It was the longer one. I know that for <laughs> Yeah. Sure. It was probably, like. The time difference. I always up early. That, too. Yeah. The time difference. You got to keep that in mind, depending on where your school is located and where you're located. Um, again, if, you know, I, I believe. Most, most programs, I don't know about all, but most programs are going back to um, in-person. People are, most programs are, um, are going back to the in-person. So you wouldn't have to worry about waking up early in your time zone if you're already in a different time zone, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but that was definitely something that we were glad about. But it was also just a different experience than I know what I had friends who 
applied to other schools before COVID. Mm-hmm. And I know like all their stuff, but for us, it was in Zoom. There was a couple of like breakout rooms that we would do. Yeah. Depending on, you know, who we were meeting with. I mean, I had, I think, I think only one, maybe two of the interviews that I did. There was actually like a group interview slash activity. Mm-hmm. And I mean, did you have anything like that? Yeah, for one of the schools I was going to go to, only because there's like a small window to accept. So every time I got accepted to a better school than the one I had previously yeah. gotten into, I would accept it and, you know, pay all those dues. But um, there was one where it was like a half day. We met up with everybody applying because it was it was interesting, too, because the school also has other like PTs, not just OTs. So you're in a big pool of both and then they separate it with their faculty and then within them they had like smaller groups. And the, it was interesting because they had us do like they know we're not OTs yet, mm-hmm. but they had us do kind of like a case study, like a short, quick one, which was yeah, a little nerve wracking. I didn't, I didn't do anything like that. It was a little stressful only because it's like, what do you expect from me if yeah. you know I don't know everything? Yeah. But I would hope that I know enough to stand out from all the other applicants, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, you just had it's to It's like putting the shining the light on you, like, yeah. <laughs> what can you do now? <laughs> I was like, I'm not an actress, please don't do this. <laughs> but um, you just kind of like collaborate with your peers that are applying. Yeah. And then you come up with like a client or a patient, how you'd go about it in um, discussing like a plan with them or trying to assess what it is they may need and things like that. So you kind of had to learn how to piggyback off one another without trying to step on each other's toes, but yeah. also make it seem like it flowed. Like yeah. you've done it's this the already. Teamwork aspect. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. Um, of course it was nerve wracking and you're always trying to remember all the points you're trying to make mm-hmm. within. They only gave us like two minutes. Yeah. So it, it was yeah. a little stressful, but I'm glad it was less time than more time mm-hmm. only because I would hate to have, like, said everything we needed to say and then have, like, awkward silence yeah. at the end. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, this doesn't feel no, good. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, like, the only, like, group work type of activity we did over Zoom. The others were just, like, we met up, like, for the school that we're at now. We met up with all those applicants again. And then they divided us and then you had other groups. You would kind of like talk to them and have like icebreakers. Yeah, those ones were, those rooms were awkward, especially early in the morning when everyone was up like three, like two hours, like, or three hours earlier than, you know. <laughs> you could tell like, them their eyes. Like, their, like, yeah, in the beginning, when, just woke up. I remember there was a couple where I had to get up and be ready by like 6.30 to log uh-huh. in at like 6.45 to start at 7 or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, that was interesting when we would like do our initial like meet and greet. And then it was like, okay, we're going to set up like you guys can talk amongst yourself for like 10 minutes. And it's and, like, like, nobody knows what yeah, to say because they're like, so, so nervous. So nervous. It's so early. Everyone's tired. <laughs> Everyone's just like dead. <laughs> and and it's like, I remember it was funny. Involved. I think it was like my first, my first interview. I was actually really sick. I had the cold and it was like horrible. And I was trying so hard not to like. I mean, it's normal, natural to blow like your nose and, and, and cough and stuff. But I was trying so hard because of COVID and everything. And people, yeah, you people were so like, judgy back <laughs> then, you know, <laughs> like it's just a cold, I swear. But I was, I was really sick and I had like a 
pile of tissues next to me because I couldn't move anywhere. You know, we were in the camera, but it was funny. I was so nervous about that, but thankfully not a lot of people really talked in the beginning. And it was Mm kind of like the way that we kind of broke the ice was like, people were just talking in the chat. And then as we got more comfortable, then we were talking in person. So that was kind of, I, I liked that, at least for that particular interview, because I was just not feeling it. And I it's... think that benefits you, too, because you can have your thing on mute, blow your nose without everybody, yeah, like, looking at exactly. you. exactly. Or, like, you could just toss the tissue on the side and they don't see your big yeah. pile. Yeah, slowly <laughs> shift out of the view <laughs> to blow my nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was horrendous. <laughs> it was horrible. But, I mean, so, I mean, things like that, it's not... I think it's funny that they try yeah. to do like icebreakers because everybody's like, I don't want to be the first to yeah. answer. And then yeah, when like, somebody goes, you kind of just like keep going. And then it kind of snowballs. I mean, yeah. I from what I've heard from other people, it's pretty much the same thing in person. Like in the beginning, no one's really talking to each other. It's like, <laughs> maybe just you'll talk to the person next to you. Yeah. It, you, have a, you feel so much pressure and you have a lot yeah. riding on it. You know, it's your future. So I think they also understand at that point. But they also really relate OTs with being like friendly and in a sense and like yeah. easy to easy going with like talking and stuff, which sometimes is just not the case. <laughs> I know. We have actually a lot of quiet students, I feel like, in our cohort. Yeah. Which is kind I'm of one like, of them. <laughs> I can't be. Yeah, I just I think I just read the room and decide yeah. or I try to get more people involved if I start to feel more comfortable around yeah. them. Like we've been with them for almost a full semester now yeah so it's easier for me to try to get people involved but in the beginning yeah. I would definitely be quiet yeah yeah it just kind of depends but anyway the some of the you talked about you know having it doing a case study and like what you would do as an OT mm-hmm. the stuff that I did was a little bit different it still involved teamwork and everything like that because that's even for the in-person stuff that's one of the group things that you may do is something especially, that involves teamwork I'd say especially if your school like is really hard like on that like if collaboration yeah on collaboration because some schools are going to be more like maybe they'd be more scientific based or psych based or like they might have their own field or realm that they push more on yeah and so I feel like if it's more of like collaboration and teamwork That's they'll definitely. definitely have like an activity for you guys to do yeah yeah like we'll, we'll go more into depth about like the stories I've heard about you know what people have done in person but for me in zoom there was one where we went to breakout rooms and every group of, I think it was like three or four had um, a professor or somebody who was there for the interview day uh, in the breakout room with us. And we just kind of collaborated and we tried to make a haiku. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, it was a haiku. And we had to talk about, we had to make it about what is OT or what is OT to me, something like that. Oh, okay. So it was really interesting, like, like, right away like we didn't have enough, enough time like you said you had like two minutes or something yeah you like had two minutes to prepare and then yeah. two minutes to, to do your spiel yeah for us I think we we actually had five minutes but it was still like a, a haiku you know it's like we're like what like <laughs> we're like we know it's seven five seven or five seven five, five. I know whatever <laughs> yeah exactly my point <laughs> like I haven't written a haiku since fourth grade yeah so. but <laughs> um but anyway so it was like we somebody had to write it down um somebody had to like read it out loud and it was kind of like just like trying to get those like roles down in that short amount of time and then once you get the roles down then you gotta like you know 
converse and work within your role with also collaborating with other people mm-hmm. and just like also having four different people's ideas of what OT means to them. So it was really remember, interesting. Do you remember the haiku at all? Um, I think I wrote it down somewhere, oh. but I don't. <laughs> I don't know. If I find it, I'll read it to you yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but That'd I think I typed it on my computer, but I'll, I'll if I find it, I'll read it on the next okay. episode. But it was it was pretty it was fun. I think it was a really interesting opportunity to like show our creativity, and I think that's also what they looked for. Unfortunately, though, like we kind of like. <laughs> we didn't cheat but like our the guy who's the professor or whatever that was like in with us he like let it slide that we technically had like an additional like vowel or something syllable kind of but it was like I mean, it was, yeah, syllable. It was one of those vowel. words where it was like one of those words where it's like is it really one or is it really two i don't know <laughs> it was the cusp, but he like let it slide because that's the only way we made it se- make sense. And we tried really hard with finding an alternative, but that was the only thing that was like sticking in our head. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. You guys just keep it. So then we did. I can only imagine how chaotic it was. I felt so like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was an interesting experience, but it was funny because ours kind of made sense, but it didn't really flow. <laughs> like it felt more like those like just poems where it's like air, my father. <laughs> like you know just like say random sentences that make sense like and then everyone's just like <laughs> snapping <laughs> that's how it felt like it's felt yeah, so you like people who are like really deep and yeah that's how only understand that's, yeah that's how it felt like it made it made sense to only a specific <laughs> few who were that deep and emotional into it and then the other like group because like it was we had split into half the group did this and split into smaller groups and then the other group were doing their interview part but um and then we came into a big group and then we read it out loud and then <laughs> the other groups they, theirs made sense <laughs> it flowed real well like, like, hey, hey, how did you do yeah, that how did you do that master <laughs> poems over there snaps all around <laughs> it was just yeah but, so that was one experience and then um i think there were two others that were pretty similar where it was just kind of like basically almost just like basic problem solving i can't think mm-hmm. off the top of my head but like i feel like that's how what would you do in this situation life. and you know not necessarily ot wise but just in general like how you would do this and how you would work together but those are i mean there's only so much you can do on zoom you know yeah especially part trying of the team. to like yeah. collaborate everybody yeah it's but, just interesting how like well or how like hard it is to get along with people at first when it's like people you've never experienced anything with before so it's like you have to build that rapport yeah. <laughs> or that relationship with them like right away yeah to try to make it flow better yeah and make it sound more at ease and yeah smooth <laughs> the which ours was not <laughs> it was very like it was almost like witness that that's yeah so it was funny. almost like deep poems or caveman sentences i don't know like <laughs> like each individual sentence made sense but like together did not <laughs> or each line whatever but yeah it felt very poetic <laughs> and deep you're gonna have to find it because it sounds hilarious when I yeah it was i laughed about it afterwards <laughs> oh, this is horrible did anybody else in your group like laugh or like when you guys had the breakout rooms like did you guys talk about how everyone did their poems? like oh man ours is so bad uh we didn't talk like, we didn't like, like talk about that. that but like our well our group in general we were hoping that other groups were having the same problem because like I said, we were stuck on this one like term and we, it like, it sounded really good in a sense of like, it made sense and it flowed between all the lines. Mm-hmm. 
but it just didn't meet the haiku requirement. And then like, <laughs> I think we did find an, I think it was that. And then we found an alternative that kind of met it, but not hundred <laughs> percent. And then it was like, and then it was just like, we ran out of time. So I was like, whatever. It's not like they're expecting us to be master poem writers. I the base of it was that we were collaborating and we, we did work well. Funny. Everyone was throwing ideas and stuff like that. So it was funny, but it was horrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Like I said, if I find it, I'll, I'll read it in the next episode. But I will say, though, <clears throat> I think the groups made it so that you weren't so stressed mm-hmm. because the one-on-ones definitely had me sweating a ton and, yeah. like, really nervous because sometimes they'll just ask you a question and you respond to whatever they say, like, hmm, okay. And then you yeah. see them typing, like, or writing, response yeah. or whatever, and they'll be like, okay. And then they go on to the next question. You say something. It's like you don't really get feedback. Yeah, um, That's the hard I, I, there was this one, so most of the interviews with the one-on-one, like I said, it was two, two, like, you know, interviewers and me, that one interviewee, um, but then there was this one interview day for a particular program where we had that, we had um, our interview where we talked, you know, about various things, and we'll, we'll go over a little bit about, like, kind of what they ask you, not specifically, but just a general idea of what they ask. Uh, we'll go over that later. But there's this one interview day where each person individually met with like the head of the program. And she asked Stressful. you, yeah, oh, it was, that was probably the most stressed out I ever, and she didn't ask any interview questions. It was mainly just like going over the important stuff, like, you know, grades, um, like where you're living and just like those kind of oh, like those get basic, to know like, get to know you like a little bit and more conversation starter type things that yeah but more it was more of like academic like Info. she looked yeah she looked into your grades and your experiences and stuff like that and she just asked purely on that like hmm, interesting was, yeah so I didn't really get any of those it was like they mentioned the point of meeting with her was actually to you know get an idea specifically where you can put you know, what went wrong. So like, I'll, I'll be open and honest. I had, um, this one semester where it just, it did not go great. I was mentally just like not in it. And it, it was a mm-hmm. terrible semester. I remember. So she kind of found that. I mean, she was looking at all my grades and she, yeah, she probably saw semester. like, this is odd. Like, yeah. And she was like, like yeah, that's exactly what it was. And that was the point of that meeting with her, everyone to like, basically not exactly I don't want to say defend yourself, but like give more insight of like where you were in your life at that point. So, yeah, you know, she asked me and I, I was advised not to be honest about my mental stuff from other people. Yeah. Not from her, just in in general. general. Yeah. So I was told not to, but you know, part of the reason I did have that that semester was because I was keeping a lot of stuff hidden and to myself and it just was not great and like lying about it to other people or not necessarily lying about it but hiding it from other people um I would say kind of attributed to that so I'm you know I'm honest about my mental health and everything because it's I think it's very important to get rid of that stigma but anyway so I you know I told her how I was feeling at that moment. And, you know, I just had, I didn't go into super detail, but I kind of just like, was like, you know, I, I had a mental breakdown. It was, you know, terrible. I, I had to go to therapy and then, you know, 
I was able to turn my life around in a sense academically. I did really well right after like the next two semesters because it was like right before it was my my second to last year that that happened and then the final year I did really well with grades and everything and I bumped my GPA up and you found a way to handle it that's exactly how I explained it to her and she's like I can totally see that and you know I didn't I didn't actually mention about my grades in the other semesters I just mentioned that you know I didn't have a way of coping and I didn't you know have tools and I found a way and I, you know, I went to therapy and I found that and I use that today and that's kind of where I'm at, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, you know, I appreciate you being honest. Like, I think that's very important. And I was really surprised by her, by her response because people had told me or warned me in a sense, like they don't, they want to make sure that you can handle it. They don't want you to, they don't want to know but or, you, it, or you shouldn't tell them because they want to make sure that you can handle it. But I think said, in the end it shows that you can because yeah, and you came back from it. Yeah, that's what she's saying. She's saying it was, um, you know, really good that – not good that I had the experience, but good that I have these tools now because of it. Because, mm-hmm. one, she saw that my grades improved. But then, two, that, you know, this program, any program, master's great. or doctorate, doctorate, is a lot. And it's, very you know, stressful. very stressful. And, you know, she said that having those tools already in hand and – being able to use you. them will help you. And so I didn't end up getting into that school, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> We're here I now. choose to believe in something else. <laughs> yeah, I was nervous because for the interview after for our school here. Yeah. Um, that was the only one where I had, it was like one meaning me and then two people in faculty or mm-hmm. like a student with a faculty member. Yeah. And I know when I think in majority of my interviews, they didn't straight out ask me that, mm-hmm. but somehow, like, I would, like, intertwine the question that they asked me to also involve kind of, like, those aspects of me so that they knew that, because it took us a long time to go through school. Yeah. So, I don't, they don't know that we worked multiple jobs. Yeah. Um, I didn't like, live at home, so I was paying extra, mm-hmm. yeah, I was paying extra for all this other stuff just to live yeah so um I try to like incorporate that so that they also knew like oh okay this is why instead of four years I took six years to get what I needed plus we you know where we were it was very impacted so it was even it was very difficult to get a full time every semester but um I think just like I would say like a regular interview for a job they ask about strengths and weaknesses I would say for the most part and obviously for a weakness, I said that I had dealt with, like, my mental yeah. health. And I actually, I wasn't intending to talk that much about it or anything like that. But I actually kind of broke down and I actually started crying a little bit mm-hmm. in the interview. And you said that was for this? Yeah, for this, okay. cl- uh, for this class, <laughs> for this school that we're yeah. at now. And um, it's just one of those things like it just naturally came out of me but yeah. it flowed um I mean I wasn't like bawling but, but choked up a little bit yeah like there's a time I had to like pause and the interviewees were like it's okay like just take a breath and like you can go like when you're yeah and then when I was done it was nice of them to be like you know I really appreciate that you shared that like this is a I want you to know that this is a safe space for you yeah I I thoroughly 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 enjoyed the interview yes with this school that's what um, made me really fall in love with it to be honest it, me too I had an awesome like that was it was just the best like it was awesome the whole thing even just the 
two-on-one interview. It was my yeah, favorite I felt out of like all I the experiences. Yeah, I got along pretty well with them. Me too. They I matched it up pretty well. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but the flow of – maybe it's just when you know, you know. Yeah. But after that interview, I was like, dude, if I don't get in, it's because I freaking cried and opened up too much. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't. And maybe I think, it helped you me. Know, everyone has their own journey, but I think – being honest one with yourself and if you're comfortable enough with others I think you can go a long way um but that's just kind of like you know basically what we went through um the only difference that I know like I don't know if you know anyone who did in-person interviews but for me the only difference was it was pretty much set up the same where you kind of have a rotation um of like different spots of interview non-interview I've heard like a couple where they're they're basically all of them were again teamwork like we were saying with mm-hmm. Zoom, but it was like building things so like i don't know if you have heard of the marshmallow experiment with oh yeah you, know, you have the marshmallow and you get tape and then talk on that too yeah pretty interesting yeah and that i love to talk <laughs> we can go on about that but um with uh you know raw spaghetti or hard spaghetti noodles of one marshmallow and tape and you have to like basically try to create and make your tower with Mm -hmm. the marshmallow on top the tallest and the most stable Mm -hmm. and um so one of the interviews did have that and then there was another one that actually did stuff with legos so you had to like basically kind of like construct i don't know i don't remember exactly but it was basically they had to construct some sort of building or something Mm -hmm. like that and like kind of like go over like the creativity aspect of it and like Mm -hmm. i mean I feel like with Legos, whenever I, whenever I play with my, my kiddos at work, like when I, it's so most basic, like little house. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so it's really interesting. I, I think that would have been fun to like kind of collaborate with others and see what we could come up with and see if there's any cool designs. But basically it's still a teamwork aspect. So if on the agenda, there's a group thing, there's most likely some sort of activity based, like activity mm-hmm. <laughs> something to do with with a group of people and to you know work on teamwork and collaborate and stuff like that because specifically for our program I'll say like collaboration and working teamwork with, yeah, it working seems with like we I didn't even realize it was that big in our school but it's yeah. very big it's very which actually I kind of like because you get different groups yeah different people to work with so you have to mm-hmm. learn how to um find like a common ground Mm -hmm. yeah they they try to prepare really well with like in the field working with because like one thing we'll just go off tangent real quick one thing that our school focuses on is like interprofessional communication and working Mm -hmm. with other people so it's like learning to work with somebody who's a nurse and a doctor and a pt because having that collaboration for the patient is so important yeah it's better outcome for them yeah best care yeah, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> that was just a little side note. Um, um, I would say, like, aside from yours, from what I've heard and, like, people I've networked with, they've told me that they've actually had it where they got invited for an interview. So it's just one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks later, they got um, an email saying, like, oh, we liked you in your interview. We come back for a second interview. And then mm-hmm. their second interview was yeah. in front of, like, a panel. Yeah. Of like the dean, the head of the department, like all like in very important yeah. people, which is really stressful. So yeah. I was like, oh I'm going to gosh. Site <laughs> interview, maybe I didn't do 
can see this, you know. <laughs> can I do zoom? <laughs> Uh, but yeah. yeah, I yeah I might have seen that, um, but thankfully none of the ones I applied to had multiple. It was just the one day. Um, I think yeah. I I want to say one or two of the schools that I applied for had mentioned that if you're on the wait list and they're kind of stuck between people, there's a chance that they might interview again. Yeah, and just one more time, and you know, just to, get to see to who they want. Stronger one. Yeah, <laughs> who's who's gonna win it out? Survival. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, but yeah, thankfully I did not same um one very important thing that we wanted to talk about was attire it's i don't know i think it's something we should all know but i know even like thinking about the interview i was stressed and i was like what do i wear what do i do but luckily it was zoom so my bottom half was like how i still dressed up just in case i think i wore shorts because i would just sweat so much because i was so nervous but just wear like you don't need to be super like going to a funeral looking yeah but just i would just say like a normal business i wouldn't i would say uh, slightly casual very slight because even some of the ones that i interviewed for like had said like do not wear like specific things like i i I would say to be safe yeah for men a button-up long sleeve slacks belt Belt dress shoes and a belt and Um, watch watches always make people seem yeah very um time oriented yeah. and able to manage yeah and they said they, they said you don't necessarily for for the men to wear like a sport coat or a sport oh, coat yeah. or anything like that but um you know if you feel more comfortable you could always wear one of those and still look really you know nice and then for women a blouse and then like either a business skirt or slacks yeah and then definitely uh, don't wear high heels i've no, seen that don't. i've seen that i don't understand i get maybe those are the only heels you have yeah but it looks like you're about to just rip off your clothes and go out for the night yeah i would or yeah if you can get I like would a say, heel. yeah those are even flats i think yeah. flats work wonders <laughs> and, and like they're easy nice like loafer type flats too those yeah those will work and then um I I wore I don't know if you did but I I still wore like a little I can't think of what they're called but like a little dri- uh, business jacket oh um, um a blazer yes a blazer. I didn't wear a blazer I, just I wore, wore a blazer nice. just to keep it I started looking like blouses I would yeah. say in person I yeah. would have not worn that shirt but on camera it, it definitely looks looked nicer yeah so <laughs> yeah and I think a blazer can definitely hide stuff like that because like I have a Especially couple if you're blouses a tank top you don't want to wear a tank top no. And I think, always cover the shoulders. Yeah, and I had a couple blouses that were like they're nicer in person, but in the camera, so they did the opposite. Yeah. Of in the camera, it looked like more bland. I was just wearing a t-shirt, type, mm-hmm. but not really. Um, so I think the blazer definitely helped. But they will also tell you what they expect. Um, I would say try to reach out or find if, like a school you're interested in. They always do like little hostings of like information sessions about the program oh, yeah. and stuff and yeah, sometimes yeah. they kind of go over the interview and what to expect for that um as far as like what they expect from you or they invite questions too yeah i would definitely look out for stuff like that to try to get more information even just in general for whatever program you're interested in um another strategy um i thankfully had a friend who was already in a ot program and he and another one of his classmates had to do oh, something yeah, they, that was they they did a mock interview where they kind of just took general questions um, that they experienced when they interviewed, and they treated it like a two on one interview with me. Mm-hmm. And I and I got yeah, them to mm-hmm, 
they also did it for her as well to like they and they talked about afterwards like you know how well you did like you know maybe look out for this like they told me that um I didn't sound very timid which was really good Mm -hmm. and that you know you just gotta kind of watch out for that and then almost like when try not to think too much like don't get in your head about what you yeah. want to say just kind of like let it flow naturally mm-hmm. and don't be so like like they said oh and I really took this because I tried doing that in all my interviews is like really try to make it into a conversation because yeah one when it's a conversation it feels so much less stressful and two they like seeing that you can communicate that way Versus just like standard question answer. Question, also, answer. you'll be smiling, probably laughing. With yeah, them. they'll memory the memory. They'll you'll <laughs> be more memorable and yeah. remember like a better interview with you compared to the other students. Yeah, exactly. So that was one tip that I really took away. So, if, I mean, that's not something that's just out there, but if you can find that, I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, and, like, that's helpful. Even just like, even just like googling like. OT interview questions and seeing what you can find online because mm-hmm. I mean the questions they ask you generally are basic like work questions yeah like a work interview that's like, what I noticed too there's like a few here strengths like, witness or yeah. weaknesses um things like that I would say also as a tip make sure you do a little bit of background on your school before the interview with that school Ooh, one one thing that I was t- told as well not only your school but your faculty and I would say if you get the name of your interviewers before you interview, oh, yeah. look them up specifically. And then you can, because they always, one thing that in general with interviews, you always want to have a question, right? They yes, get always. Thinking. I always try to have two. Yeah. So with me, because I was told to look up the interviewees, or sorry, interviewers, that I try to have one question for about the program and at least one question about the interview that relates to them and like what they focus on mm-hmm. and their work that they might have done. Yeah, definitely. Like I, and it makes like I did that for well, I did that for all my interviews, but there was one in particular that oh I did I guess I did do a one on one interview because I remember now for that, that one, one school. Yeah. Um. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for that one school, uh, I did have a one-on-one and I looked her up um, as soon as I found out her name and everything. And I actually had a friend who went into that program as well, but that's something else. Um, but I looked it up and I found she was doing like some research and, and stuff like that. So like, I would say that probably wasn't one of my best interviews. It wasn't my worst one, but. And we both got in on that one. <laughs> I know, we did get in, but it was, it was more like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It just, it felt really like, like it just wasn't flowing. And then at the end. It's like one of those, like I said, where it's like you would say like your response. Yeah. And even if you try to make a conversation with it, yeah. they didn't, yeah, they that's... didn't continue it. They just made it strictly questions. Yeah. That, that kind of was the case for that one. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me, you know, do you have any more questions? And I just said what I said I was just like well you know I I saw that you are interested in this part of OT and you know I've never really come across that before like do you mind you know giving you know a little bit more detail about what this entails and she was caught off guard and was like oh um and then she went into it and it definitely was a much better conversation so I felt like I ended it on a strong note 
Same. So if you if you can't, I mean, obviously you can't remember everyone's name and you're going to be Sometimes so nervous. they don't even but... give you the person's name until like 15 minutes before or yeah. even 10 minutes before. So yeah. I was like scrambling trying to find this yeah. person's name, their info. Yeah. I, I definitely looked ahead of time, but I didn't, I mainly like got down like a name and like their position, but nothing more. But then uh, there was one where I got, you know, I found out last minute about whose name it was. And I, as soon as I had a break before the like interview part, I, I looked that up real quick and I found one thing and I asked them, but, but yeah, it was, um, I would, I would say that's a good, um, tip as well as finding something for your interviewer personal. So. Yeah. Aside from why yeah. they chose OT. Cause I, I guarantee you yeah. they get that all the time. But if you want to wing it, I would say, sometimes I would ask that. And then from their response, then try to ask them another, yeah, another personal question. Yeah, I was going to say that there were a couple of interviews where they had actually talked about their own experiences, which kind of threw one of my questions out the window. For one oh, of them. yeah. Yeah, and it was like, okay, whatever. But it was fine. You, like, you can build off that. So mm-hmm. even if you can't find anything ahead of time, really try to pay attention during the interview if they mention anything and kind of just like, oh, like I'm paying attention to you. I'm listening. I'm not just like being a robot and only answering my responses. Like, let's have a conversation. Yeah. And I think if you can advocate for yourself, you know, it, it sounds cliche, but, you know, prove to them that they should choose you or why you're the best choice, you know, yeah. as best you can. It, it is a cliche saying and it's, you know, how do you do that? You know, but I think if you show your passion for it and, you know, more than likely they're going to ask about your experiences and you show passion in that as well. And why you chose some of these experiences that are related, it'll, it'll just come off really well for you. And I would say, you know, if you can just try to make it into a conversation, I know you're nervous and it may not, and don't get discouraged if the first couple questions, it doesn't because I think the first couple questions for all but the interview for the school that we got into, it, it was just like that. It was question, answer, question, answer. And then it kind of like flowed a little bit better because you, you, you're, you're getting nervous. to know each other. Yeah. yeah. You know, so don't, you know, don't give yourself a hard time. But those are just like basic strategies that you can use to help help you with actual interview day. As far as like hearing back from schools, it is all... I would say wishy-washy, flippy-floppy. <laughs> yeah, they give you a general idea of when you'll Sometimes they'll back. say two weeks. Sometimes three. they'll say a month. And yeah. they'll say, sometimes they'll say within the next three months. But honestly, you're all, they're also allowed to tell you like weeks before the program starts. Yeah. So it's up to you whether you want to wait that out or um, accept an offer from another school. Like what I did was I would interview the thing is, though, if you accept, you do lose money most of the time because they're non-refundable because you have to put in a deposit. But um, I would interview with the school. The first school that well, got back to me, yeah. I accepted because I was like, I there's no way I'm not, not going to school yeah. this upcoming um, fall. And then I'd have a few more interviews, and then I would get responses to those. And I'm like, okay, I like this school better than previous school so then I would have to get out of that school and then accept the new school and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so there's only a small window um I think each time the acceptance was 10 days from when they told you Mm -hmm. that was mine yeah um well 
So she mentioned how like sometimes they'll tell you weeks or even in some cases, I know people who have been accepted a week before or three days before. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I would say you'd at least know if you either got accepted on the wait list or declined within like a month generally. Now, when you're waitlisted, that's more when it's a waiting game, I would say for most of the programs that I actually interviewed for they I heard back at least if I got accepted waitlisted or whatever I didn't one school my number one school I really wanted to go to which I didn't get into but I had the interview in October and I didn't hear back until I think March really about uh Um, anything yeah um well most of the program it just depends on the program usually they'll tell you though if you'll hear back like it's such and such time but the yeah the actual like if you do get accepted you you do have a time frame that you have to say yes or no and then if you say yes you have, have to, to put, pay yeah so deposit. you can say yes but if you don't pay that deposit you don't have a spot you don't have a spot and there was one where you know i didn't realize that i got an email saying you know i or even for the wait list even if you're not accepted but you get waitlisted you have only so much time to respond and be like yes i want to be waitlisted or no i'm moving on so definitely try to keep on top of that there was one school where i got waitlisted but i didn't realize i didn't respond i thought i had sent the email but mm-hmm. they didn't get it so it was like a day late and i was just like i'm so sorry I thought I sent it. It didn't send through. I don't know what happened. Blah, 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 blah. Like, is there any way I can still get waitlisted? So if you, I think if you have open communication, you can try to figure that out. But I know they're pretty strict on if you're accepted that you have to pay within whatever time frame. Yeah. And keep in mind, I would say each acceptance is roughly $500. So you might want to save for that unless you, unless you only like apply to one school and you put all your eggs in that one basket because I know we do know a few people who did that for the school we're in and I was like I don't even know how you did that confidence (laughs) I was like I would be way too stressed so um, I would definitely plan for that um also look out sometimes after your interview they'll send you an email with like login information to create for the school yeah and sometimes before they respond back to you they might require you to turn in certain forms or any information so make sure you get that done as well because that might lag yeah how quick you get a response yeah yeah you have to think they they're filling it up and not going to just wait for you yeah they have other prospects other people that want to but i would say to answer your question earlier um or comment on what you said earlier the I would say the range that I received to uh, either accept my offer and pay or not accept it was between there was one that was literally a week or like five days something short and then I had one that oh, was yeah. that was a month. Yeah, mine was about a week, and then I said like ten days. Yeah, maybe at most two weeks. Well, the one that we had it was three three to four weeks. It was it was a long time. I don't think mine was. Oh, maybe because you were so because you were accepted later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was I was part you of the, the first round. round. Yeah, that was the one I was going to. I yeah. would have been with you, but, but you I was like two days. I yeah. cannot take a Friday off of work. That's like yeah. one of our busier days. Yeah. Which is funny though. They they originally only had two interview days for our OT program for us, and then um, they ended up putting you in with like a non OT interview day technically. Yeah, I was 
everybody in that interview was for PT. Yeah. And I don't know in person if it will be mixed, but for our in Zoom, we didn't mention this, but like some of them for like the main big group, I had people who were PT, pharmacy. Oh, yeah. And ND. Yeah. And OT. Yeah. But it was, I had very few OTs. Mm-hmm. Only for that one school where we did like the group activity was yeah. it a lot of just OT and PT. Yeah. So bottom line, you know, wear appropriate attire, make yourself look good through clothes as well as through, you know, advocating for yourself. Yeah, your attitude. Your attitude. I would say when you prepare, mm-hmm. don't try to memorize answers. No. Just try to make like bullet points to make sure you, what you, want to mention. you get across mm-hmm. because you don't want to come off robotic. Yeah. And reach out to whoever you can, find resources. Try to like, network with people. That's mm-hmm. what I did. Yeah. Find connections. They're like, you're fine. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You, yeah. You'll do fine. Just breathe. Yeah. Everybody's nervous. If you're passionate about it, then it'll come nervous. through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you're passionate about it, yeah, yeah, they'll see it. It'll come through in your interview. But I think that's it for today. Yeah. Next time we're going to, I think we're posting this after the end of everything. Oh, our next one? Yeah, our next yeah, one's going to be like at the, the end, end of our, of our, first, our first semester. So that's it for today. Um, we'll see you next time on our episode. And we may or may not have a special surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> So thank you for listening and we'll we'll catch you next time on Taking, Taking on, on OT. OT. Bye. Bye.